It's time for the May 4th, 2012 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A free-form guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Mahler is very excited today because, you know, tomorrow mm. is Saturday. It is, It's yes. May 5th. Uh-huh. That's yeah, Mahler. And whose birthday is it? Buddha. That's right. Buddha. Buddha. <laughs> Buddha. He loves Buddha. He, he it's does. Buddha's birthday tomorrow. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Oh, hit it again. Yeah. Woo! I love you, that stuff. Yeah, yeah me too. Me can, too. Can you fix my guitar yes, there, Mike? Yes, I will. I will. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. My hand just, just went off again. Yeah. It happens. Mahler loves Buddha's birthday. Uh-huh. And this year's a very special uh Buddha's birthday. Buddha's birthday falls on the the full moon in May, mm-hmm. as we all know. Mm-hmm. But this year is also, uh, you know, the ellipse of the lunar o- orbit. It's it's an oval. Mm-hmm. It's not a circle. Right. So during this spinning mm-hmm. and curving mm-hmm. in time and space, mm-hmm. <laughs> the moon sometimes is closer to the Earth because of the oval than it. Mm-hmm. Is and what we're having now is that it'll be at its perigee, its closest point, mm-hmm. on on Saturday, as opposed to its apogee. Yeah, I love to say that because yeah. I, rarely do because, I get the opportunity to say apogee in regular conversation. So yeah. thank you for that. It's, it's a great word to say yeah. in regular. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> You're, I'm right excited now, for you right now. Right now, yeah, our, our, our com- right now the show is at an apogee, would, yes. would you say? Or a perigee, <laughs> Or a perigee, yeah. yes. It's close to, to folding. <laughs> it's a super moon, the super moon. Mm-hmm. It'll be the biggest we have seen it. It'll be closer to us. Okay. It'll actually look bigger. Mm-hmm. It, not necessarily. It's not like it's going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> People aren't going to be running, screaming, <laughs> screaming away, oh, my the God, street. the moon is coming at us. But it will be Buddha's birthday, yeah. and, and as uh, I they said- follow the same day isn't that cool yeah that's very, this, this year yeah. well buddha's birthday's on the full moon is that what it that, is that's what oh, they did and oh, it just so right. happens that this year it's uh, not like but Mahler, buddha's birthday yeah oh yeah, my Mahler, god Mahler, oh wait, Mahler, Mahler, Mahler. wait a second here Mahler. Yeah, Mahler, okay Mahler. yeah i think he's Mahler's, uh, he's Mahler, there. Mahler grabbed my guitar you made a mess of things Mahler. <laughs> yeah yeah that's right Oh, my God. Uh, Mahler, Mahler, Mahler. Let's get to the news. Blind human rights activist Cheng Guangqing, you know him, told Congress that he wants to meet with Secretary of State Hillary Clinton face-to-face, and he requested to have his freedom of travel guaranteed as he looks to leave China with his family and come to the United States. Chen escaped house arrest and took refuge at the U.S., embassy last week. He was freed under a deal with the Chinese government, but now says he fears for his family's safety and would like to immigrate abroad. Mm -hmm. The State Department says it will confer with Chen on his plans. Chen, who is known for exposing forced abortions and sterilizations in rural China, has remained in bed for weeks, remained in bed for weeks in China Mm -hmm. in order to convince guard of his frailty. Oh, He was playing. He was doing the old... Playing the old possum there. Yeah, Yeah, doing the possum. Then he scaled the wall surrounding his home. Tricky guy. He's blind, said dissident Chinese artist Ai Weiwei. We know Ai Weiwei. He's had exhibits over here at at LACMA. Uh, So the night to him is nothing. So scale the wall at night. A blind guy scaling the wall at night. Several of Chen's accomplices, including a woman who drove him the 300 miles to the Capitol, have since disappeared, yeah. which accounts for why Chen's a little bit 
agitated. wary of his family's yeah, yeah. safety. Yeah, and and uh, uh, part of that story is he basically laid uh, in some hiding area for like twenty hours yeah. in order to. I don't know how. It's going to be an amazing story once we get all the detail about how he's got he's a able, book deal going. He's there. probably got he's probably got a mini series in the works, Ooh, you know, with yeah. Fox News or something. But yeah, no, it's a it's a remarkable story, uh, and it is calling attention to a to uh, uh, the human rights uh, issues in China. So and it, and it's come at a very sensitive time for the United States. I know they were in the midst of uh, talks with China about debt about North Korea, about a lot of different areas in which we need to cooperate in some manner. And so it's it's thrown a little um, a little wrench in the works. Wrench. Uh, if that's the right way to put someone who's advocating for civil rights for everyone, that may not be the most appropriate way, but that's what it is, right? What's throwing the wrench well, in? Well, well, just that he, his, his presence, uh, his, his actions are obviously embarrassing to the Chinese government, uh-huh. and we're facilitating... An international spectacle, if you will. If that's again, that may well, not be the good. right word. Yeah, and it's good. Yeah, we're, I'm, we're I'm, playing the Chen piece. Now. Yeah, exactly. The U.S. and Japan agreed to relocate about nine thousand Marines from Okinawa. This is part of the Obama plan to reconfigure how we're mm-hmm. uh, stationing troops over there in around, the South Pacific, around China. Around, yeah. <laughs> this is all. This is all that. This is the Chinese section of our show. Yeah. We're, we're getting them, we're, the human rights thing, it takes time. You yeah. just don't say one day, okay, China, shape up. Yeah. You got to move slowly on this. Right. And, and like we've got something to brag about, too, on civil rights. wasn't that long ago when we had a, an, apartheid, an issue here. An apartheid regime, if uh-huh. you will, uh, around the United States. Yeah, it wasn't mm-hmm. that long ago. Yeah, it was about 1992 or so yeah. when they had the, uh, the uprising. Yes. Yeah. That's right, here in yeah. Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, this would, uh, of course, the 9,000 Marines moving from Okinawa would reduce a source of bilateral friction, in other words, with Japan, mm-hmm. and uh, enable the Obama administration to broaden its military presence in the Pacific. Yeah. Not to make it, they're not going to add more troops. It sounds like they're just going to spread them out a little bit in different configuration. Right. They'll be transferred to Hawaii, Guam, and Australia. Right. Australia is the one of note. Yes. We keep putting more troops in, in Australia. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and the thing about this is, well, you're right, 9,000 troops is not going to affect the military balance of power, but it does set up kind of a, 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 a triggering mechanism around that area, where if the Chinese do get adventurous in some manner of speaking, uh-huh. or somehow are, they have an issue with a, with a country where we have a lot of troop stations, it does add a, a layer of uh, intrigue to whatever the Chinese might be involved with. And yeah. it certainly puts a, us... A layer of intrigue. Well, ad, adversarial situation uh, that yeah. they may not have faced uh, otherwise. They have to consider that. Yeah, yeah. The Supreme Command of North Korea's People's Army threatened to launch unspecified special actions. That's their word, special actions, meant to reduce South Korea's conservative government and media companies to ashes. That's what they said, yeah. to ashes, yeah. in less than four minutes. <laughs> you know? What are they talking about? North Korea regularly criticizes Seoul and just last week renewed its promise to wage a sacred war. Yeah. 
Uh, and the North special actions, and this is this is what their press release. Said. Yeah, yeah, of course. The North said their special actions, that's a special action, <laughs> will reduce all the rat-like groups and the basis per, for provocations yeah. to ashes in three or four minutes, or in much shorter time by unprecedented, peculiar means. This is them speaking. Yes, and methods of our own style. You know. Say what you will about the ugly, horrible, repressive idiots that are in charge of North Korea. Uh-huh. But whoever is writing their PRs are awesome. These yeah. guys are off the chart good. good. They are really... It sounds like Cartman. It does. You know? It yeah. sounds... It's, it, yeah, you're right. You, you, you'd imagine it being said on South Park. It's so funny, mm-hmm. but it's so scary because they do have nuclear weapons. Yeah. They do have a large military, even though most of the country is starving to death. It's it's a crazy, crazy place. How can we best sound twisted, they say before? Yeah. Say peculiar. peculiar. Say peculiar. We like the word <laughs> peculiar. How does that test in the focus group? <laughs> yeah, how does that? I would love to be sitting in on a focus group, a North Korean PR focus uh-huh. group. Rat-like. 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 They are peculiar. So, honestly, they, they're, they're, their writing style is, I've never heard a country talk the way that they talk. Mm-hmm. Ever. I, I mean, I'm sure that in the heyday of Cuba and... And, you know, who knows what, you know, sort of, you know, the People's Republic of whatever had kind of this vibe, but they take it to a whole nother level. Yeah, they they were more of a revolutionary vibe there in yeah. Cuba. You could understand at least yeah, uh, yeah. what the rhetoric was about. But here it's it's uh, it's just oh no yeah I don't know what I am trying to find the the author that it comes. I guess it's like burrows with bugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very very it's fascinating to listen to. Honduras has the world's uh, highest murder rate. Honduras, yeah. Uh, a lot of poor victims over there. One politician campaigning for election made an unusual vote-winning promise, free funerals. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, <sighs> wow. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a forward-thinking <laughs> politician. There's a guy you want to elect. Well, hell, uh, you're going to get killed. I mean, there's a violent death every 74 minutes, oh. and that's a small nation of yeah. 8 million people. Yeah. So. Uh, Last year, uh, Honduras recorded the highest murder rate in the world with 86 people killed for every 100,000 inhabitants. That's up from 82 and 210. And for example, Mexico has 18 killed for every 100,000. And we're all. And they have you know, 78. On, and they have 78. They have 86. Or 86 in, in per every 100,000. Oh, that's so crazy. The UK is just like at one, to give you, you know, the yeah. extremes there. Mexico is 18. We think they're bad. Yeah. Honduras, yeah, 86 we... people for every 100,000 100, wow. during the year. Yeah, yeah, we think of Mexico as this completely lawless, you know, shoot shooting um, yeah. gallery. And, and wow. Is that is it related to drug trafficking? It's is related it... to a lot of things. It's yeah. very, it's a, a complex murder rate yeah, over there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not just because of gangs and violence, because there are a lot of that, a lot of, there is a lot of that going on. Right. Yeah, a lot of it's taking place with poor people. Right. I, I think it's just a, a violent atmosphere is what yeah. it sounds like. Yeah. It's just, it's accepted almost well, over there. I don't know, but I, there is a legacy of violence in that those particular countries, Honduras, uh, Guatemala, um, um, El Salvador, right? From right. from the 80s yeah. and carrying forward and the militarization and paramilitary groups. And now you throw in... It's got to be a uh, it's a, a pathway for uh, for drug traffickers. Uh, so yeah, that's a terrible, yeah. terrible, awful. Bolivian President 
Evo Morales mm-hmm. announced plans to complete the nationalization of the country's electrical sl- supply by uh, taking control of its main power grid from a Spanish-owned company. This would be under the banner of International Workers' Day. Mm. So that would remember when that was May Day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, May Day. Morales ordered soldiers to occupy holdings of the Spanish-owned company Red Electrica. Yeah, the move comes after Argentina acted to take control of its oil company from these from a, from an oil company from the Spanish energy corporation Repsol. We talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, we did, right, right. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of nationalizing going on. Yeah, yeah and uh, a whole lot of nationalizing. You got to believe on. there's going to be some pushback cuz there's a lot of money what we're talking about is huge amounts of money here. So look yeah. out look out if uh, what's Morales don't get on any helicopters. Um, well, you kind of wonder. Uh, this is uh, they're they're both going after Spain now. Yeah. Uh, well, just, as long as it's not the U.S. <laughs> I guess so. I guess we're okay. Yeah. Well, I, you know that I think the difference, the game changer for a lot of these kinds of situations, where it used to be governments that you knew would respond one way or the other. Now it's a lot of private corporations, big multinational corporations, and now they have a lot of independent. Um, um, Security companies like yeah. your Blackwaters, like your Triple Canopies, like your DynCorp, where they have the ability to hire people to take care of these situations. You yeah. know, I know, and I don't know if it's, it ever happened, but it is kind of a wild card now. The the availability of people, militarily trained people, to fix situations. Right? I I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out over the years. But there's a lot of money involved in private security companies now and uh, it'll be interesting so we'll just give uh, more money to spain for something and say spend it as you like as you for like. security for you security know? well and they'll say well how about helping out with repsol and red electrica yeah well it's been established when in the iraq war that private companies like blackwater there's no chain of justice involved in their actions yeah. there were when those guys were shooting up uh um uh, intersections full of people and the question was who do they answer to who are they responsible to if they do something like this and they're held to account and the bush administration couldn't really come up with a an an answer i wonder if spain is in contact with blackwater or what are what's their name now the uh, well they're called z Z, yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) but there's a number of them and and it's not just an american phenomenon anymore there are companies all over the world now, they're in the private security business, and they're essentially smallish armies armed with the latest equipment, probably as good of equipment as the U.S. Army has, because they build it. A lot of these companies yeah. are involved with companies that build the stuff that they sell to the U.S. government. So yeah. Yeah, let's, we'll see. <sighs> Russia's top military officer has threatened to carry out a preemptive strike on U.S.-led NATO missile NATO missile. Def- facilities in Eastern Europe if Washington goes ahead with its controversial plan to build a missile shield. Yeah. You know about that missile shield. Yeah. We've heard about that <laughs> for a long shield. time. Yes. Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars, yes. The Gippers. Yeah. The Gippers Star Wars. But this, you know, I, I could go on with the story. What it sounds like now is uh, they're trying to put extra pressure on Washington to go along with their demands. Mm-hmm. The Russians are. Mm-hmm. I don't from what I can tell, there's no serious threat of a strike here. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of saber rattling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think. I can't imagine that they'd want to really 
No. Strike NATO. No. Yeah. I mean, at this point, that's the one redeeming thing about the Russians is that they're well aware. They're very, very aware uh, that uh, anything like that would be the end of everything. Yeah. And I do. I think there's. Okay. Yeah. They're 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 uh, aware of. So yeah, I'm worry. You want a little Donald Trump story? Well, uh, is it? Are we still foreign? Are we still? Well, he went to Scotland. Oh, okay. So it's foreign. Okay. We're doing, sure. yeah. gonna, he's yeah. going. He's gone to Scotland. Oh, great. To, to testify against the construction uh, of an off, offshore wind farm. Against the construction? I thought he wanted it. It says he's against it. Oh, I know why. Because he's building a tourist attraction there. Oh. Yeah. Was he? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's against it because he, he's building like Trump Towers in Scotland. Ugh. I'm an expert in tourism, said Trump. I've won many, many awards. <laughs> is there yeah. a bigger gas bag in the world than Donald Trump? I mean, that he, is there anyone that comes to mind? That's well, more... yeah, the reason he wins awards is because people want to. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he, he has lots of money. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. you give a guy an award so he gives you money yeah. is, is the way awards work. Yeah, it yeah, just awards. it just depends on when you when you're the sucking Academy up to awards. him. Good God! Yeah, well, it depends on when you're when you're when you're talking to him because he's been bankrupt. <laughs> he's been rich and poor, or on paper poor, for a, yeah. a lot of times. I don't. I think he's just a fatuous ass. And here's another little ditty. Yes, a ditty. I like them. Scientists determined that zebrafish are more sociable when given mescaline. Now, they, zebrafish are uh, something that scientists use a lot in experiments because their DNA is readily accessible. They can figure things out when things have switched and changed. Oh, and okay. So they use zebrafish. Okay. And apparently they're experimenting uh, with zebrafish on a lot of, with a lot of drugs. Okay. And apparently well, they give them mescaline and they uh, get along. Just know? curious what they do with those fish afterwards. Do they cook them up and do they have like fish burgers with... I mean, afterward. You know, like they've... They done. set them free. They set them free yes. <laughs> into the wild. Yeah. Wow. Like they, maybe... Scientists also determined yeah. just last week that pig mucus... <laughs> and who hasn't enjoyed a nice <laughs> vat of pig mucus uh-huh. can be used. Pig mu- mucus can be used to enhance the antiviral properties of commercial genital lubricants. Well, so. now... And it makes a fine marinade, you know. So So if you have some, you know, genital lubricants that are without any pig mucus, you might want to pick up a slather that on some zebra fish. I don't know that. And and you might and just throw it in the oven, three fifty for you know twenty minutes, and you're good. China called on the United States and Russia uh, to make further drastic cuts in atomic arsenals. They keep doing that. I'm jumping over to China. Yeah, yeah, again. yeah. The China. I'm bouncing all no, over no, no. The that's world. good. I just want to make sure. So they're calling for cuts. Yeah, they want cuts. Yeah, because they they pick the two guys with the most nuclear weapons and say you got to cut. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame them. I'm with them. Well, I'm with them, except you know. Yeah. Well, it's it's, like, like it's the, pretty obvious. Yeah. I mean, we have like you know several thousand. The Russians have several thousand, yeah. and they have a few. They have a, maybe a couple dozen. So they want to kind of level the playing field a little bit, right? Yeah. I don't blame them for that. Yeah, a new Russian, U.S.-Russia arms reduction treaty will cut long-range strategic nuclear weapons deployed by uh, by us Yeah, to no more than 1,500 on each side within seven years. That's great. 
after uh, 2011. Yeah. They have all these. Yeah. So seven years, you know, yeah. 2018, we're supposed to have just enough to destroy the world three times. No, not even. That's like 17 times. But yeah. Yeah. They said- well, 1,500 each with 17 times? Well, they said- it's been said that 100 nuclear weapons detonated in the world at any one time would be enough to destroy the planet, 100 uh-huh. of them. 100? So they've got... Th- to, between well, the two. being optimistic. Yeah, but <laughs> it's maybe a little overly optimistic. Well, the thing is, is we, we'll have 1,500, which is, you know, it's better than 10,000, which we had at one time. But, and that's good. But at the same time, the detonation, the power of these weapons has gone up a lot. Yeah, and they keep working on making them more powerful. So, uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's a hundred, maybe. Yeah, that may be a little overly optimistic in terms of I don't, destruction I don't know. of the All world. I'm saying <laughs> is, yeah, they, 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 even yeah. though we're reducing the yeah. amount of nuclear weapons, you can bet we're going to keep the ones yes. that that yes. haven't, you know, been spoiled over the. And and our most technologically advanced ones will keep fifteen hundred of those, which is enough to <laughs> wipe out civilization, as as if that's any great stride forward. Yeah, it's exactly. it's, yeah. it's moving forward, but it's not no a great no, stride. No. No. Uh, no. There's a new technology developed by a, a French engineering firm, EO Water, and it could provide a source of electricity and give you clean drinking water. Nice. Yeah, company says that each turbine. That's what they're using. Is capable of producing up to a thousand liters of clean drinking water per day in about uh, sixty-two, or, or about sixty-two liters an hour, and, ah. and provide electricity. Wow. It works in the same way that the old air conditioning units mm-hmm. work. Remember, mm-hmm. with the drip, drip, drip of the water, yeah. it actually uh, filters moisture out of the air and funnels it into a storage tank. And they're, they're uh, it's in Abu Dhabi is where they're. Uh, ah. um, uh, I wouldn't say experimenting with it right now. They're running it. They're doing a test run there just to be sure everything works properly. So, so the air will be drier. I was there. just going to say, yeah. just put this in like New Orleans, Atlanta, <laughs> yeah, where, Florida. Where the air is wet. Yeah. yeah, and you got an endless supply of water. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. That's yeah. Atlanta would be the one right now. Didn't they have a uh, a water shortage? I believe. Yes, yeah, they did. Yeah. They were having a uh, yes. They were in the middle of drought. Here's a letter offside, offshoot, because mm-hmm. happening around the world. That's why I have it in your mm-hmm. international use, gotcha, gotcha. news. Cheating is becoming an increasing problem for, in sports events for athletes with disabilities. Oh, because yeah. they get better technology? Or no, no. They just they're just, they're just cheating. People are saying they're actually disabled when they're not. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, they have sometimes like they win events. One one woman actually won some you know marathonic event, and then she was confined to a wheelchair. Yeah, and then like not too long afterwards, she had a miraculous recovery. Yeah, Jesus and she's, Jesus saved. <laughs> she's yeah. bouncing around. Yeah, another wow. uh, supposedly blind athlete. Uh, Cheered very much when she saw her score come up on the board. <laughs> Oops! Uh, yeah, that that's uh, yeah. She, and and she and then when she entered the archery competition, <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe she's not quite. Well, a... She shot a judge just to keep him quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just to keep yeah. the the ruse uh, going. She, oops. oops! Well, she must be blind. <laughs> She's got to be blind. Astrophysicists found that slow-moving giant snowballs punch glittering holes through Saturn's outermost ring. Nice. They had some nice uh, photographs. Light show going on in Saturn. Of these snowballs puncturing the ring. It was kind of cool. You can get it at the NASA site. 
Like and, a, they like a snowball's chance on yeah, Saturn. Huh? Yeah, basically. That's my last international story. Oh, in case wait, you want to jump I in, I do. I do. Well, you can. I'll do okay. this one. Yeah. Google's harvesting of emails, passwords, and other sensitive personal information from unsuspecting households in the U.S. and around the world was neither a mistake nor the work of a rogue engineer, as the company long maintained, but a program that supervisors knew about. So they knew this was going on. They were harvesting emails. But they said, oh, that must be somebody. Yeah, yeah we would just, never, we would, you know. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was by the, um, the report. It was mm-hmm. by the Federal Communications Commission. They looked into it for 17 months. Yeah. And uh, they, they were looking at Google Street View Project. Mm-hmm. You know, that one where they're driving around taking pictures. They have pictures of small little homes now. You know, they mm-hmm. used to not go into residential areas. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, I can see my car parked in, in yeah. the driveway. Yeah, I know this. And they're starting to go into parks and places like that, not streets, but they'll have bicycles going into the park areas, so you can have. A, Is, a, I, have you ever? I don't. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen someone driving. Yeah, I've around. seen a Google. Vehicle. You have. Yeah. yeah it's, is it like a like a, a camera mounted on top of the car? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it just sort of. Yeah. It's like a, a four way type of camera. Yeah. You know, yeah. Many many lenses. Yeah. Well, and the thing about this is, this just this is the nature of the beast. We live in an in an era about in, it's about information, and, and this is a this is a company that's in the business of gathering information. Yeah. There's no wall. There's no barrier keeping them from harvesting um, passwords and information. This is what they do. You can't complain when a when you know the the tiger attacks somebody yes. in the wild because that's what they do. They hadn't violated any laws, though. Well, they see, said, that's yeah. always the issue now, isn't it? Yeah. It's not that they, that we're appalled or shocked by it. It's that it doesn't violate any standard rule or, or law. And guess how much they were fined? Like thou- $10,000? Twenty-five. Twenty. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. $25,000. That's it, nothing. Well, in the time it took us to to say $25,000, they made $25,000. Yep. Um, what you got? Well, I just wanted to note that uh, President Barack Obama paid a surprise visit to um, the country of Afghanistan surprise! last week uh, to sign a strategic agreement with the Afghan government and deliver an election year address touting the end of the more than one decade long year. The longest war in American history, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, was is the war in, in, uh, We're in, in Afghanistan. One. Uh, the strategic partnership agreement signed with uh, Afghan President Hamid Karzai pledges the U.S. support for Afghanistan for the 10 years after with the withdrawal. And uh, basically, yada yada about the Taliban, and we're you know continuing to fight, and we're going to train the Afghan army Taliban and police stronger than ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Vietnam all over. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about this. Is the U.S. withdrawal going to be a a uh, a flag swapping ceremony on some airport tarmac, or is it going to be? The uh, helicopter, the yeah, the helicopters being pushed off the, roof. yeah, and the helicopters being pushed into the Indian Ocean. Uh-huh. It, it's it is more. I fear it's more like this, the latter than the former. So uh, good for you, Barack Obama. You're ending the war. Bad for us for having spent two trillion dollars on to basically go after a, a criminal clique, which yeah. was what Obama, which which Osama was. It was a criminal act, and yet we spent. We will have spent two or three trillion dollars. Destroying a country uh, in that process. Well, and, and securing our oil interests. Yes. Uh, and old go. technology, which in a matter of a few decades will yeah. 
dry up and the, the, we'll be faced with actually right. doing something sensible instead of facing that up. That's right. Now, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM. We're in the middle of our fun drive and we need your help. We do. Yeah. Uh, and not only do we need your help financially, uh-huh. but we need your vote of confidence. Yeah. The university looks at us, their small little mole inside their armpit. <laughs> KUCI. Yeah. They don't see the great value here. The, you know, 42 years that we've spent at this station yeah. uh, developing the talent of the campus in ways they hadn't imagined when they got here. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that have worked at the station have gone on to get jobs at uh, commercial radio stations across the country. They've made advancements in, in radio technology. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And. That's all because they they had the opportunity to work at this fine station, and That's we're right. asking for your help. That's right. It's nine four nine eight two four five eight two four, or you can go to our website at KUCI dot org and make a contribution with a credit card or PayPal or however you choose. That's right. Exactly. I just echo Nathan's uh, comments, and that to say that. Uh, it's only a slight exaggeration to say that in the 42 years that KUCI has been on the air, we've made the place a little better, a little better place to be uh, by virtue we of the, have? the KUCI. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's the existed university. to the university. Yeah. The music that we play, the uh, the people that we get to interview, the the all the different aspects of, of a committed group of people who do this for nothing because they love being here. And I count myself among those people who love being on the air. Well, and, and, and every university needs its twisted sister. That's right. And, and that's what we, we amount to we in are some the, ways. Yes. The Island of Lost Toys, in a way, for the university, uh. where people come here of all ilks, of all stripes, and come here and do what they love to do. And how many places do you get a chance to do that? And we hope that it comes across in our broadcasting, that that you share our uh, a love and affection for the music and for the opportunities uh, that this radio station provides. 949-824-5824. Thank you. Yep. Yes, Mahler. Yeah, Mahler. Mahler, Mahler's and, pretty excited about the fun drive, too. And, He's, and, and, you know, if you give a little bit, I'll, out of my own pocket, get... Yes, Mahler, I will. I'll get you a nice steak. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well and, and yeah. that's another thing to, to keep in mind uh, when you're writing that check. Where is Mahler going to hang out yeah. if there's no KUCI? Do you like steak, Mahler? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normally yeah. that's a good growl. That's yeah. a growl of like yeah. is it on the grill mm, kind of growl, yeah. growl, right? I mean is yeah. it actually it's on the grill. Mm. Yes, Mahler. It's on the you're, you're, we love you. He as global warming opens the Arctic Ocean to commercial and industrial traffic, the US Navy is pushing to catch up with Russia, Canada, and even Denmark in its Arctic ability. Apparently we're way behind. Yeah, and what can happen uh, if something were to occur mm-hmm. in the Arctic that we needed to send the Navy in for? Mm-hmm. We're way behind. We're way behind. We're way behind uh, not only Russia and Canada, but even Denmark. Yeah. We we don't possess the technology to... Well, we we need... Uh, we possess the technology, but we, what we're lacking is uh, bases. Oh, Okay. Arctic capable ships. Yeah, that's cold weather clothing. All those things oh. we, we can't supply to the Navy to do anything in the Arctic. Well, what we do is we just irradiate whatever area yeah. and just 
melt it. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about that stuff. Here's a quick one. Yeah. You know the Kashi brand cereal? Yes. Natural? Kashi or Kashi. Kashi, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people upset about it because uh, a Rhode Island grocer tacked a note to one of his store shelves telling customers he wouldn't sell the cereal because he found out the brand used genetically engineered non-organic ingredients. Really? Photos of the note began popping up on Facebook, and now it's it's became become a meme. Yeah. Yeah. Cashy's done nothing wrong, said David D'Souza, Cashy's general manager. Oh, this is big. Yeah. This is big. The FDA has chosen chosen not to regulate the term natural, he said. So we didn't so do anything what wrong. The hell? Yeah, genetically modified. I guess that's natural. That seems natural yeah. to me. Yeah. If you're frank. The company defines natural as foods that are minimally processed, made with no artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or sweeteners, but they can be engineered by Frankenstein, and yeah, that's yeah, natural. Yeah, Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, well, then just another example, I think, small one, but another example of things that you and I, I assumed, would be probably wrong. Yeah. You couldn't do that. Yeah. And, uh, and we find out, well, no, it's actually legal. No problem. Yeah. It's... Yeah, yeah. We weren't paying attention, and now that's... Natural that's the, means genetically fo- modified, if natural, you want it to be. <laughs> natural means whatever we say it means. A census of U.S. religions in America shows a dramatic increase in the number of Latter-day Saints, Mormons, and Muslims. A modest increase in the number of evangelical Protestants, and a drop in the number of Catholics and mainline Protestants. Muslims saw the greatest growth rate among the five main religious groups studied. Their numbers increased by 66.7% in 2010 from a decade earlier latter-day saints saw the next highest with a 45 percent increase followed by evangelical protestants 1.7 percent so the big jump is with uh with mormons and with uh muslims number of catholics decreased by five percent and mainline protestants by 12.8 percent I think I'm just going to guess from what you said that the reason for the huge jump in Islam yeah. is because there weren't that many Could practicing. Yeah, I would say so, too. And then now it, there are yeah. a lot more. There's well, a lot more immigration. out of the closet. Well, and there's a lot more immigration from Middle yeah. Eastern countries based Absolutely. on the fact that there's a lot of wars going on there. And people yeah. tend to run away from places where you're getting yeah, shot. I would say so. We're, yeah. doing, we're not... Yeah. We're talking percentages. Yeah, exactly, yeah. percentages. And, because, and with the Mormons, I don't know what that is about, uh, other than maybe there's this kind of, I don't know. I don't, that'd yeah. be an interesting thing. It's a fad. It's a fad. <laughs> well, now we, have, now we had two people this year that were uh, Latter-day Saints running for president. We had yeah. John Huntsman and now Mittens. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. The uh, combined non-denominational and independent churches are the largest faith group. So that goes along with what you're saying. There are 12 million adherents to those. Yeah. Uh, that's the largest faith group. And those so are, they tend to be the, the big church people. Yeah. The, they like big hair, and they like big churches, and wow. big cars. So yeah. they, they all they like big. Well, this ties into, you know, your uh, earlier on in the international news about um, arming the world. Mm-hmm. The Obama administration is reportedly seeking to ease barriers to exporting guns and other weapons abroads, abroad in hopes of improving trade and sales by U.S. firms. Yeah. Yeah. Officials at the Department of Homeland Security have already expressed concerns the proposed overhaul could make it easier for weapons to wind up in the hands of criminal groups. 
I would, I would yeah, sell we call that blowback. Yeah. yeah, that's called blowback. Terrorist organizations yeah. or enemy combatants. Yeah, or enemy combatants. Ooh. But it does say it does speak to our strength, which is we are the largest arms producer in the world. Yes, and we are number one by uh-huh. a long ways, by a long ways in in, in uh, the manufacture and export uh-huh. of of weapons. So it stands to reason, some twisted logic, that it makes sense for us to promote what we do well, yeah. which is make guns and bombs and things that hurt people. Want to talk about the election? Uh, yeah, let's just, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, let's go. Newt? You didn't mention Newt? gone. The Newt is gone. Yeah? Yeah. He wrapped it up. I love his, I love what he said. He called Obama, that one, the most yeah. radical leftist president in U.S. history? Yeah, I think that's such an awesome <laughs> so thing for cute. him to say. Because he's cute. Yeah, yeah. he's cute. cute. I thought that was Clinton. Wasn't he the yeah, most radical? Yeah, it just depends, yeah. And they just keep getting more radical and leftist, <laughs> exactly. even though the country seems to be getting less radical and leftist. And it's, so does yeah. so do Democrats. Yeah. The, <laughs> the presidents somehow are the... even And even though the left and the radicals are very disturbed about what Obama's doing, he is yeah. really I, radical and left. Yeah, he... Well, as he I said... I don't really know what, what he did. What he said, it's just so crazy. I mean, they said... Uh, I'm often asked, yeah. is Mitt Romney conservative enough? He asks himself in his little yeah, head. The yeah, voice is exactly. saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When I'm when I'm sitting alone, I often ask myself, is Mitt Romney conservative enough? And my answer is simple. Compared to Barack Obama? You know, it's just not a choice between Mitt Romney and Ronald Reagan. This is a choice between Mitt Romney and the most radical leftist president in American history. Yeah. Yeah, Ronald what? Reagan, who raised taxes. Yeah, and, yeah. well, yeah. And, no. Yeah, it's no, no. Not, not him. So, it's, so yeah. in terms of the last truly liberal president, in my opinion, that the United States of America has had as president, the Jimmy. last one Jimmy, would be, well, Jimmy was centrist left. Yeah, and yeah. so And so was Bill Clinton. He was centrist left. He's the guy who well, passed the I'd most. I'd say Jimmy was a little bit more leftist. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah. Leftist. leftist is crazy. It is. He was more liberal. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, the, the debate has shifted so far to the right that the stuff that Bob Dole and Charles Percy and Everett Dirksen and Barry Goldwater yeah. proposed in their heyday would be considered left today. Yeah. It would be considered. You, anyway, but especially I, someone like Richard Nixon. Yeah, Richard, Richard Nixon, Nixon. Is, was probably the most radical leftist president in U.S. history. <laughs> well, G- yeah, well, given his his trip to China, yeah, given given his revenue sharing with states, yeah, come on. Well, I, for me, traditional straight up Democratic view of liberal conservative and all the rest of it, I'd, you have to go back to Franklin Roosevelt. Yeah, that was like nine, 80 years ago that there was somebody that or. 70 years ago. You can even compare to these. Anyway, it's it's just nuts. It is. Uh, a uh, uh, spokesman for oh, Republican yeah. frontrunner Mitt Romney resigned after opposition from far-right religious groups over his gay sexual yeah. thing. His his dalliances in the, with men. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't the, know. This know, whole so, thing is just so nuts. It is. And then, uh, and yeah. then, and then the, you can tell a lot by, by a candidate and by the, his campaign, by the way they handled it. Well, he didn't work for us. Yeah. Now, you know what they're saying now is, well, he wasn't scheduled to start until May first. Yeah, even so he though really wasn't working for them. Yeah, he really wasn't working for us. So how could we? We're not, you know. Yes. No, no. How about taking some responsibility for? Yes, he was working for you, and yes, we got rid of him. Own up to it. You're lying. Yeah, yeah you're he lying. doesn't reflect what our campaign's going to be about. Which Whatever is reason, you're the boss. Limiting, you, but 
the uh, just such oh, freedoms. So that I don't know if we explained it well. He was a groups. gay man who set up a, a conference call in which a bunch of foreign policy experts were going to get together and talk about this, that, and the other thing, and and China and Russia and Honduras. And they found out about him, and they had him fired. He was listening on the conference. The man who, what's his name? Does it say his? Yeah, Richard Grenell. Richard Grenell was actually listening to the conference call, as he says in the in the report, seething over the fact that he couldn't really participate in something that he was responsible for, yeah. and now being essentially vilified by these idiots. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Vice President Joe Biden touted President Obama's robust foreign policy to a crowd of New York University students. This guy's got a backbone like a ramrod. <laughs> he kept giving, like, phallic references during this whole thing. Yeah. Oh, it's Biden. Biden yeah. is just a little off, yeah. isn't he? Just, it, a, just a little. I'm wondering if, if you bring Hillary for VP. i I keep thinking that Hillary's, that's going to be the big announcement. Yeah. Joe Biden's going to discover some rare disease that he has, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. stupidity, yeah, exactly. and I can't run because like, yeah. I, I just have. I, I can't keep know, my mouth shut. Mouth I have this biggest. <laughs> I have to stop. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I wouldn't have said this four years ago because I thought Hillary's vote on the, on the to support the war was a deal breaker for me. But I really think that she'd be a fine president. I do think that if, if she wants to take up the uh, the the battle in 2012, she should. Yeah. I mean, in 2016, pardon me. Have any uh, other domestic stuff you like to talk about? Shoot. Shoot? Uh, You caught me. A felony assault charge was dismissed against John Ernest Cross at a Clark Fork, Montana man accused of pointing an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle at another man and saying, Now moonwalk! (laughs) He wanted him to moonwalk, you know. Oh, okay. That was... Uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, just the just the random nutsness of the uh, nuttiness of the right wing. Uh, in this this the state of Georgia has an enacted a a law, a measure banning abortions after twenty weeks of pregnancy, except in the case of uh, of a mother's life in danger. Um, this is basically they keep pushing it back. I think it's. Uh, is it Mississippi that pa- passed the law that said that if a woman hasn't had her period, yeah, she should be considered pregnant and they cannot do any essentially, uh, you know, pre-pregnancy. Yeah, you can't do anything to impact the uh, gestation. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I don't know. There's just stuff. The torture stuff. This is the thing that gets me. One of those things. Uh, the uh, the court has dismissed a. a, a a case against John Wu, yeah. uh, one of the guys who was tortured, uh, Jose Padilla, uh, had been jailed for 43 months without charge, and he'd been tortured over a long period of time, had uh, brought a case against John Wu for the torture memos, uh, and uh, it was dismissed. Yeah. Okay, that's it. And uh, William Lawless, Lawless Pace of Turlock, California, a former cemetery custodian who lived for 94 and a half years with a bullet in his head. <coughs> yeah. Died at the age of 103. I thought that was important. Pace's older brother accidentally shot him with their father's 22 caliber rifle in 1917. Wow. In 2006, Pace was crowned the world age record holder in the category of unwanted cranial ammunition acquisition. <laughs> Yeah, I like that one. And the National Endowment for the Art 
for the arts, not the yeah. arc. Yeah, <laughs> I can, can, I, have a can I just say about that last story? Arc. That yeah. is not something that I wanna, would, would want to be known for. But yeah. you know, but anyway, but it's interesting. Yeah, it is yeah. great. It's a great. I mean, if you live to 103, a bullet in the brain. Eh. Sometimes I feel like that has already happened to me. But um, the National Endowment for the Arts earmarked forty thousand dollars for the development of a video game based on Henry David Thoreau's Walden. Now. I, how do you make a video game out of Walden? I understand that they're going to have, you can wander through lush New England foliage, Yeah. stop to examine a bush, pick some fruit, cast a fishing rod, return to the Spartan cabin, at, modeled after, of course, the Rose cabin, yeah. and uh, grapple with life's unknowable questions. Now you're on a computer. Uh, yeah. Aren't you supposed to do these things when you're out in nature? Isn't this whole idea of a yeah. Walden video game counterproductive? That would be my take. Yeah. 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 And finally, yes. Bush Kicks Gas Supply Services, a power company servicing the nation of Kyrgyzstan. Uh -huh. You might have heard of Bush Kicks. Uh, yeah. 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 They extinguished the former Soviet nation's eternal flame. Extinguished it. Put it out because of an unpaid gas bill. 